Wait a second. You thought this was going to be a podcast about Ash and his lifelong battle with losing, huh? Heck no. This is a podcast for ace trainers that are all about strength, will, and the desire to be a champion. This is the Heracross and Wartortle Pokemon Podcast, where we talk strategy, team building, and all things pertaining to competitive Pokemon battling. So get ready. Only real trainers and their Pokemon can survive and become a legend. Hey, what is up, trainers? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Heracross and Wartortle Pokemon Podcast. We are excited to talk about all of this Gen 7 news. So much hype, so much revealed information from Nintendo. We're here to talk about it all uh, right here on the Heracross and War Total Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Ju, joined by the lovely, handsome, and very nostalgic Jim Vaca. Jimmy, what's up, baby? How you doing today? Well, I've been playing some Pokemon Go lately. Good. You like it? Uh... It's one of those things, it, it's there, I enjoy it to an extent, but it's right. not the same, it, I don't love it. Right. The battle aspect of it is extremely primitive at this point, and it's kind of lame. It is a lot about catching, and you know, for a lot of the casual fans, it is very fun. From the Nintendo business perspective, it's genius. Uh, they just found I, a way to continually just have people throwing money at them. People are going to play Pokemon Go, and they're going to pay money to play. I think um, it made over $7 billion in the yes. first week it was out. Yep. So, which is ridiculous. Nintendo will continue to stay relevant due to Pokemon. Also, I didn't mention... Are you playing it? I am not, not yet. I'm still on uh, Gen 6 because I'm addicted to that. If you haven't found us on Twitter, go ahead and find us at HNW Pokemon Pod. We're giving away a new Pokemon this week, so go ahead and check that out. Retweet, follow, like for a shot to get one of those. So, uh, you know, what's your one of the things you love about the Gen 7 reveals right now, Jim? Well, before we fully get into Gen 7, I think Pokemon Go is going to really get some of the casual fans to buy the 3ds and gen 7 because christmas is right around the corner i mean yes doesn't feel like it but it kind of is it is yeah i mean football season starting really soon really soon training camp starts in like what eight days so, i don't know no definitely so yeah no it's the holiday season's coming yep we're getting near the end we're in midsummer Getting near the end, and that means Pokemon Sun and Moon is on the horizon. So, yeah, know. we uh, we talked about it a few times. We had a special episode just about it with our buddy Jeff. Um, we've talked about Rowlett, Litten, and Poplio, the starters before. Um, everyone's known about Majerna for a while, or however it's pronounced, and. Solgaleo and Lunala are obviously the uh-huh. mascots of the series, and we've known about them for quite a bit of time, too. But, I mean, we haven't really talked about anything besides those six guys. Um, and there's been quite a bit that's come out. Almost 20 other Pokemon have been revealed since those guys. A lot. That's a lot. It's huge. I mean... That's 
pretty much a third of the Pokemon that were in Gen 6. Right. Which was the run to the litter as far as the Pokedex is concerned, but, I mean, we both like Gen 6. Everyone, I think, who is still playing Pokemon on the consoles has an appreciation for Gen 6, especially after what Gen 5 was. Yeah, Gen 5 was, you know, there's an asterisk, a proverbial asterisk there as sort of the dark horse of the franchise. But yeah, let's talk about some of these Pokemon now, like, you know, because you said a lot was revealed. And, you know, so tell me one that you love. You, you know, we'll, and we'll go through all of them. You have Wimpod, uh, Mimikyu, Beware, Selandit, Togem, Togetamaru, I think it's pronounced. Uh, Cutie Fly, Broxish, Trampa. Uh, you know, talk about yeah. some that stand out for you, Jim. Well, obviously, we. I think we should just get the um, Guardian out of the way. Tapu Koku, or Koko, um, pretty sure it's a legendary. I think so. Um, pretty sweet typing. Yeah, and I think the appearance is also pretty cool on it. Um from what I understand is that the islands in um, Sun and Moon each have a guardian Pokemon. There's five guardians, four natural, one man-made. I assume that Majerna is the guardian of the man-made island. And uh, Lunala and Solgaleo guard two of the others. And Tapu Koko is the guardian of the one you start out on, right. which we do know that for sure. Um, it seems like it's got some sort of a form change, kind of like, um, Ed, Aegis, Aegis Slash. Slash. Yeah. 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 I mean, what's electric surge? That's the ability. Uh, That'd be I, interesting to know too. I'm I, sure that's something that's exclusive to Tapu Koko. I think it sets up an electric terrain without using the move. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. That's interesting. I, and again, I, I'm curious about the the competitive viability. You know, this thing's gonna be viable. I wonder what the statistic. He looks like a fast mon. He might he might get some speed. I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting. I th- I hope they do it justice. They definitely will, though. This is going to be somebody that will probably make it into the OU tier, I would imagine. Probably. I mean, we won't know until everything's come out. and We know where things stand in relation to the older generations. Uh, but... I think it's fair to say that most legendary Pokemon are leaning towards the OU, UUT, or OU and Uber and tiers. Some UU, but yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but so, I so, mean, a lot of the ones in UU are higher end UU. Mm hmm. Um. But yeah, so obviously we know the starters have been revealed. Rowlet's cool. My favorite starter's probably Litten. I have a soft spot for cats, but... I like Poplio. Like you like Poplio. I like Poplio, too. I think the starters overall are definitely better than the 5th gen. I think, obviously, we talked about the 6th gen are cool. Um, obviously, Chespin's kind of eh. But I think, uh, you know, having the, the fire and the water ones, Grey Ninja and... Uh, 
uh, Fennec and obviously save the starters there. So I think this is a good batch. You talk about guys like Kamala. What's the ability that Kamala has? That's that's pretty cool. Uh, the only effect an opponent can put on Kamala is putting it to sleep. Can't be burned, can't be paralyzed, can't be poisoned. It's a pretty sweet ability. And I hope it if it's evolved forms, because I'm assuming it's not going to say that tiny, still have that ability and are somewhat viable, if not very viable, because that could make for a nice metagame Pokemon who's normal type or dual typing with a normal type onto it. And outside of some of the Pokemon who are more support role, like a Chansey or Blissey or prior to Gen 6, uh, Clefable, a lot of the normal types aren't really viable in higher tiers. Right. No, I, that, that's a good point you make, and I agree. So I, I hope that they keep Kamala competitively viable. It'll be nice to have a, a homegrown 7th Gen kind of come into the game and sort of, you know, make its statement make a proverbial footprint, if you will, and leave its mark uh, in the metagame. So I think, yeah, I'm with you on everything you said. Kabbalah's cool. Picky Pecky's cool for that sort of, you know, that starter bird, if you will, you know, the Pidgey of every gen. You know, I like Picky Peck. Yungoose, you've seen the freaking memes. Yeah. It's a po- who made a Pokemon that looks like Donald Trump. It's hilarious. But uh, that's like that zigzagoon of the generation. Those are clearly your, like, Route 1 yeah. Pokemon. I think Rockruff and Komala and, like, Cutie Fly are probably early on, but not, like, right off the bat. I like Rockruff. Actually, let's talk about Rockruff for a second. I think that's very cool. A cool design, a cool type. We'll see what the dual... If it gets a dual type, it could hurt or help. If it stays mono rock, you could have worse types. Let's put it that way. Um, but, you Ice know, that's or cool. bug. Ice or bug, exactly. Uh, so, I, I think Rockruff... And, it's again, it all depends on the final form. But I, I think Rockruff has uh, competitive potential. Um, Charabug? Chargebug? Excuse me. Chargebug? Bug Electric? Not a fan of the design, but... One of the ugliest-looking things yeah. that's been revealed in yeah, years. Yeah, I'm not really sure well, where they Grub- were going with Grubbin that. ain't winning no contests either, though. Yeah. The, it's pre-evolved yeah. form. But Vicavolt, the final stage, actually looks pretty cool. It looks like one of Kaiba's XYZ dragon monster cannon thingies that just turned Pokemon. But, what? Yeah. You never, you never kick Kaiba's XYZ Dragon Cannon, dude, in fucking Yu-Gi-Oh? Never watched Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, Actually, I, I saw some Yu-Gi-Oh, but I wasn't into it. Right. I was into it at one point in time in my life. Anyway, some people will get that reference. But, nah, Vicavolt's cool, especially with Levitate. I mean, even though it's neutral because of your bug typing, the ground weakness goes away. It's still nice to have, especially if you're building a team where you need that ground immunity. So, no, I'm with you on Vicavolt. Vicavolt looks cool. 
probably going to be UU. It looks like on paper I'd probably put him there uh, just because electric typing is nice. You've seen what discharge does. Uh, volt switch is a thing. Ele electricity is, is always nice to have, especially with all the flying and water types that are around. Yeah, one, I think both of us think it's a pretty great idea is the Salandit. That corrosion ability could be game-changing. Phenomenal. If, great idea. Yeah, if it's got the ability to withstand a turn or two, it's going to be quite the thing in the metagame. I mean, even if it's pretty frail, you put a choice scarf on the thing, you poison a skarmory. I mean, it wouldn't be... I don't think it's going to be OU if it's weaker, but I could easily see it being UU Definitely. creeping into OU just for its corrosion ability where it can poison any single Pokemon. And I hope that a couple Pokemon get corrosion as a hidden ability. It would be nice for there to be a couple in the metagame that you didn't have to rely on just using Salandit to be able to toxic... Uh, Steel-type Pokemon, so I'm a, just a big fan of the ability Corrosion in general. Uh, I think it'll be a big mix-up to the metagame. And again, yeah, you're toxicing, you know, Petrans and Skarmories and all these Steel-types, uh, you know, Bronzongs and lower tiers, just all those bulky Steel-types. Uh, you know, they can't hide from that timer anymore because of corrosion. So I'm very interested to see how many other Pokemon get the ability. One thing I'm curious about is if it does become viable, would people maybe consider running like a um, Poison Heal, uh, Glysaur, or Breloom with a different hold item than Toxic Orb? maybe anticipating getting the poison. Yeah, hey, that's that's a nice little niche strategy there, Jim. You, you never know, you can employ that, if, and I could see that working, um, kind of baiting the poison, if you will, so you can use another item and still get that precious healing. Definitely, man. Um, let's talk I mean, about some of these lower ones. Bound Sweet, what do you think about Bound Sweet, Wimpod... Uh, home fee. What are your opinion on some of these guys? Uh, Beware. I, I think Bound Sweet reminds me of Cheerum. Yeah. And Wimpod reminds me of a really. It reminds me of, I think, Anorith, is it? Yeah, yeah, Anorith. Definitely. I could see that. Um. I am excited to see Wimpod's final evolved form. Because, yeah, Bug Water, you're weak to Stealth Rock, but there's worse typing out there. And if the evolved form is cool and the stats are pretty decent, I could see some RU viability. It could possibly be above that, but yeah. I mean, I don't think Wimpod's the only one in its evolutionary chain. Bounce doesn't look like it should be, but knowing Nintendo, it could be. Right. There's a lot of quote-unquote cute Pokemon who only have one stage. 
and maybe could do better if they hadn't evolved for him. Um, one thing I will say is it is possible Comfy and Bound Sweet could be from the same evolutionary. Yeah, I was I was gonna say that. I'm glad you brought that up. Um they don't have similar typing though, so that is weird. And also according to the height, Comfy is tiny at four inches. Oh wow, that's crazy. Or Oh, and uh, Bound Suite is a foot, so I don't know necessarily, but no, I think Comfy's its own Pokemon. Plus, it's a grass type, and Comfy's a fairy type, so um, yeah, I don't think uh, they are the same evolutionary chain. But that's an interesting point you bring up, though. Um, um what do you one, feel? Oh, what are you gonna say? One Pokemon of interest is Drampa, and I've seen a few people jokingly say that it's the evolved form of, um, what, what the hell is it? Dunsparce? Yes, Dunsparce. Either directly or there's a mid Pokemon we haven't seen yet. And I could see that, I mean, the coloring's the same, it, wouldn't be the biggest surprise in the world, but I'm not entirely sure we're going to see any evolved forms of previous Pokemon in this generation. They've kind of weaned away from that. Yeah, I'm not so sure Drampa's going to be related to Dunsparce. I think Drampa's going to be its own type, much like a Drudagon, just kind of like its own dragon that just kind of appears... I don't think it has any relation to Dunsparce. I get why, because the color scheme kind of is relative, but I and think they're going to be completely is crap. And Dunsparce is crap. You're hoping for maybe they get maybe they give him a Mega Evolution. I don't know. That'd be nice. Well, it'll be it. That's the one thing about Gen Seven too. You know they're going to be introducing more Megas, so it'll be interesting to see who they choose. Well, we assume. There hasn't been anything announced yet. Well, but... there you know they'll keep some stuff to the chest. There'll be more Mega Evolutions. I guarantee that. I, I'd i be willing to guess there will be, but I think it's interesting that they've kind of not given any knowledge of them yet. Although... When Gen 6 came out, it was a whole new thing. It was cool and new and interesting. Now it's sort of expected, and I think they want to shy away from giving props to the new Pokemon of the game. We'll see. Time will tell. They want to let them shine a little before the game comes out. Maybe. Time will tell. Let's move on to some more of those uh, Gen 7 Pokemon. Another one I like is Bruxish. I think Bruxish is a cool design, really cool color, really cool ability and strong jaw. I hope that they give Bruxish sort of like a, uh, you could go offensive or bulky set. Like I'd like to see Bruxish be used in that way to where I can utilize that strong jaw but also utilize that water psychic typing to be I'm surprised. I'm surprised you're talking about Strong John, not that dazzling ability that's new. Well, yeah, what is dazzling? I, I don't know. Do you know what it does? 
all priority moves are ineffective against it. A quick attack, uh, ice shard, a... What about a helping hand in doubles? Speed. What about a helping hand in doubles? Um, the description is prevents moves with an increased speed priority from hitting. Okay, so if it has to be able, it has to be making contact on Bruxish. Yes. Yeah, I think I might prefer strong jaw, but again, it depends on the statistics. If I know I'm bulky enough to take a hit, what's a priority move which generally has low base power? At that point, I would probably opt to go strong jaw. But again, time will tell. We'll see. I think it's a really cool concept for a Pokemon, though, and I'm looking forward to catching it. So, uh, why don't we uh, talk about what I think we both agree is arguably the ugliest-looking Pokemon in a while. Um, beware, it's really yes. bad? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was trying to say, beware, it's bad. No, it's, yeah, it's beware. It, it is something yeah. ugly. Thank you for bringing that up. Can I just say something for a quick second? I hate to hog the mic, but... As someone who loved the design of Ursarang, it was super disappointing the fact that he was really competitively unviable due to how slow his speed was and how pathetic his defenses were. So we waited and waited and waited for another badass bear Pokemon. And we finally got Bear Tick. And when Gen 5 was coming out, you know, they were revealing it and you saw it for the first time and you were like, whoa, cool, did we finally get another awesome badass bear Pokemon? But guess what? They did it in justice again. It had a great Great attack stat and a shit speed stat. So, okay, then in Gen 7, we get the Panda Bear, which once again has terrible speed. Six. Gen 6, thank you. Sorry. So then we, get, then we get Beware in Gen 7, and it, it looks it, terrible. So I'm, looks, I'm just sick of these bear it, Pokemon disappointments. When I think of a bear Pokemon, I want an awesome, badass-looking, competitively viable bear Pokemon. And beware, just looking at it on the surface on paper, I just don't feel like I'm going to get that. Visually, it looks like a freaking bear escaped from your local zoo, went into the <laughs> supermarket, ate a bunch of cherries Garcia got it all over itself, and then somehow got, like, some bunny ears or a nurse's hat or whatever the hell it's got on its face. But that thing is just ugly. I'm sorry. It looks like my three-year-old nephew could draw something better than that. <laughs> no, <that's... laughs> no, I totally get that, though. Like it's just it's it's so disappointing. I am interested to know what Fluffy is though. The the ability Fluffy. Uh, if I click on it, it'll tell me. Uh, Have's the damage taken from attacks that make direct contact, but in return, it also doubles the damage taken from fire type moves. Hey, listen, that's not terrible. So you add a fire type weakness depending on the stats. That could be a pretty viable ability to go along with Beware and whatever the final of all form is. Taking yeah. half damage that make contact, that's 
That's legitimate. And then if you talk about his man, then imagine if he has a high spec D stat. It's like, oh, I can stock up on spec D and know that any physical attacks that actually make contact are half damage. So I'm kind of getting the best of both worlds there. There's there's a lot of possibility behind that. Yeah. Um, so we still got to talk about, I think, Four more of the Pokemon. Oh, can we can bring up one of my favorites? Mudsdale, I think is how you pronounce it. I think it's awesome. It's a it's a It cool looks like new a horse. Trojan horse. Looks like a Trojan horse. Awesome. It's ground typing. In the video it shows him taking contact and it's getting his de- and he got his defense raised. His abilities are either own tempo, which we know doesn't do that, and then stamina. So stamina will be that ability. It'll be interesting to find out more about stamina. But it's a really cool design. It's got a great typing. I mean, I think there's a lot to love here behind Mudsdale. Increases the Pokemon's defense by one when it's hit by an attack. I mean, that's that's probably eventually... That might be OU, because if you think mono ground typing... There's a reason why Don Fan is OU, and it's like, a lot of it, yeah, it's because he's a defensive behemoth, but it's like, ground typing is great. It's not the sexiest option, but it is pretty effective from a defensive standpoint. Stealth Rock. You know, you can mow down steels, you can mow down fire types, you can mow down rock types. It's, it's neutral to a lot, so just Stab Earthquake in general just hits hard. I, I, I like it. I think Mudsdale's going to be pretty prominent. Um, so what do you think about Cutie Fly? Do you think it's just... You're not a your, fan. Not a your, fan at all. Your average Joe Bug Pokemon that's just in the game to appeal to girls of a certain age oh definitely you have to and that's smart from a business perspective i mean honey gathers an in-game ability you're just gathering honey and shield dust blocks the added effects of attacks taken so i guess if you were to some if you were to hit fire punch and it's like oh well the 10 percent chance of a burn you would never you would never have to worry about that with cutie fly i guess but i'm never i would never consider cutie fly competitive what about Toge Togedemaru, the steel yep, it's, electric steel it's type? It's one of the last two Pokemon we have to talk about. Both are, I feel, in some relation to Pikachu. Um, I think this is this gen's Pikachu, the cute Pokemon that is probably middle of the road as far as viability. It's a porcupine. It's electric steel which is a weird typing um could be good could be completely terrible well it doesn't get a, it doesn't get levitate so you already know earthquakes a one hit ko yeah it's not exactly the best thing for it but i mean everything's got its weaknesses to some extent no, definitely. I mean, Magnezone's OU, and it doesn't have Levitate. So, if there's a if there's a niche or if there's a role that this Pokemon can perform, and and depending on, again, everything it, it all depends on the statistics, the move pool. We're speculating with such a small amount of information, but with the information that we have, Electric Steel type, 
you just earthquakes too prominent to where I could see this thing being viable. But I like iron barbs. I like lightning rod. Those are interesting abilities. Um, I see some potential. I don't see top tier OU. Yeah. So I guess what we have left is mimic you, which looks like a. Lava fat ditto Pikachu combination type deal. Yeah, why did they have to make it look like Pikachu? Like, I get that's your mascot, but come on. I would have much rather had a design that was unique to yourself, not something that resembled a Pikachu. Well, I mean, the name literally is Mimic Mimic You, so what I'm wondering is maybe if... Um, it would have to, it would always have to be after a Pokemon, but what Pokemon would you rather have it appear like? I wanted its own design, like Spiritomb was its own design. You know, I would, I would, I would want it to just, it can mimic you. I mean, I don't know. I, it'd be tough. I get why they went with the Pikachu, just because that's the mascot of the franchise. It would have just been cool to see then create something that was unique to mimic you. But um, it's cool, I guess. Disguise will be interesting. What does um, disguise do? I Let mean, me if you read quick. its description, it's pretty freaking cool. Um, mimic you lives its life completely covered by its cloth and is always hidden. People believe that anybody who sees its true form beneath the cloth will be stricken with a mysterious illness. People in the Alola region are convinced that you must never try to peek beneath its covering. Mimic use health fails when it's bathed in the rays of the sun, so it prefers to stick to dark places. It's rumored that the reason it covers itself with a cloth is to avoid sunlight. The rising popularity of Pikachu-styled merchandise around 20 years ago is the reason that Mimikyu makes itself look like Pikachu. In fact, this Pokemon is dreadfully lonely, and that it thought it would be able to make friends with humans if it only looked like Pikachu. Wow. You're right. Once you read the description, it like you feel it a little bit more. Yeah, and its ability, it basically is... Disguise acts like a choice scarf, almost, but sort or no, sort of reverse, where you get a free hit against it at full health, and mm-hmm. then its head sort of plops to the side, and then it gets damaged normally. But I don't know it. It seems like with its typing, which people have been salivating over since Fairy Type was introduced, this could be a very, very powerful Pokemon. But I don't imagine they give it great stats, so I don't think it will be a very powerful Pokemon. Definitely. I hear you. One can only hope, but... um... You know, so that's really it. That's what's been revealed so far. Oh, let's talk about Battle Royale and the fact that you can create tournaments now, right, Jim? You want to talk yeah. about that for a second? We've been wanting to do a tournament, and we've talked about it a bunch on the podcast, obviously. Um, I think we'll try and do one in the first week or two that we'll be able to host one. 
whether or not that be we have to beat the game or we can do it right off the bat in game. We want to get a, a tournament done for our community. Um, and so when Gen 7 comes out, be sure to look out for an announcement about that. We're going to want to do one very early in the life cycle of the game. Definitely, and it should be a lot of fun, and maybe we'll give away more shiny Pokemon like we are right now on Twitter. So you should probably follow us. What's so the Twitter can, handle, Jim? Uh, at H&W Pokemon Pod. At H&W Pokemon Pod, baby. Come find us. Yeah, you can get a shiny Kingdra this week. Oh, he revealed it. Yeah, it's a shiny Kingdra. One of my favorites. I love purple Kingdra. It's awesome. Um, yeah, I can't remember which Kingdra that is because I it's, think it's I, a swift swimmer. It's a swift swimmer. Okay, because I have like three different Kingdras personally. Yeah, it's a swift swimmer. I was looking at it today. It's, it's still sweet though. I love swift swim. No, I like swift swim too. But it's it literally is some of the shinies that I'm giving away are literally the only ones I have, and then there's some where it's like. I have a, I think I have five Greninjas. Really? Like, yes. Wow, that's well, a lot. I mean, the ability just kind of makes Greninja, you can basically give it whatever move pool you want. Mm-hmm. Which is part of the reason why I have so many. Got you. Got you. But yeah, so you guys should go find us on Twitter. Uh, and yeah, so that's it. We'll see. We'll be finding out more of Gen 7 just as much as you guys are. And, uh, we can't wait to continue this journey. What Jim, about Battle Royale? Oh, right. Battle Royale. I think it's cool. Um, I'm excited for it. I'm hoping that it's more of a bring six, take three type of deal rather than just take three and that's it. Uh, but I'm really excited for Battle Royale. I think it's going to be pretty awesome. I do, too. And one of the things I want to know is if maybe when we do a tournament, would you guys like to maybe do it as a Battle Royale tournament or have the final few battles if we do it like a winner of the tournament, maybe have the final battle be instead of two semifinals, a Battle Royale tournament? I think that's an awesome idea, and that would be pretty sweet honestly be a lot of fun definitely so yeah spread the word that's why we're doing the shiny so you guys can retweet and we can find more people to potentially play in these tournaments so uh yeah join us next time look out for some battle narrations i might hop on battle spot do some narrations if you guys like it i'll keep doing it if not whatever we'll just keep up with the regular podcast but i'm trying to find ways to get more content out there and uh yeah look for this episode and more Thank you for listening. This was the Heracross and Wartortle Pokemon Podcast. Thanks for listening. For Tom Jude, this was Jim Vaca. We'll see you here next time.